Hey guys, and welcome to the first episode of Understanding Media Theories and Communication. My name is Jambi, and today we'll be going over the uses and gratifications theory. If you are a student, teacher, just anybody interested in learning about these theories, stay tuned. I'm sure you're probably wondering, what is the uses and gratifications theory? Well, if you don't know already, first, let's give credit where it's due. Research was conducted on this topic in 1974 by scholars Jay Bloomer and Elihu Katz. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. It states, most simply put, that people, meaning you and I, so nothing fancy, use media to gratify specific wants and needs for themselves. It says that users are active, which is very important because this is saying we influence the media and the media does not influence us. The UNG theory has five key components. First one being the audience is conceived as active. The second one in the mass communication process, linking gratification and media choices are all up to the audience member. So we as the audience decide what we want to look at and we're not persuaded or influenced by the media itself. Three, the media is always in competition with other sources of need satisfaction. Throughout the day, there's so many things that we need to be satisfied and the media is always competing against that. Four, many goals of mass media uh, use can be derived from data supplied by individual audience members themselves. So the audience has that power. Um, The media doesn't decide on anything for themselves without the influence of the people. Um, So they're looking at our patterns, what's motivating us, um, what we're looking for 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 gratification um, in order to figure out what to produce next um, to satisfy our needs. The fifth and the last one is value judgments about the cultural significance of mass communication should be suspended while audience orientations are explored on their own terms. This theory is very much different from the other media theories because it does not ever assume that the audience are mindless, passive beings in their use of media. It views its audience as individuals who have control over their media use and motivations for it. With this theory, the media is able to collect more informed data on the motivations for individuals adopting new media and why they use it. Lots of research has been done on this topic, as you can imagine. It's been around for quite a few years. I'll discuss three studies supporting it. The first one was a study done in three museums located in Greece, and three scholars analyzed the results. The study was conducted to see if there would be a correlation between the motivations they have for visiting museums and the needs they're looking to satisfy when visiting one. They found that most people are motivated to visit to fulfill their need for cultural and educational gratifications and to have a cultural experience. The second study done was by the Virginia Polytechnic Institute and State University. They wanted to see if there would be a correlation between the type of things people watch and their personality. They found that more introverted people looked to television for a sense of inclusion and companionship, and more extroverted people saw television as something that falls short in comparison to real-life social events. The results were consistent with that um, of these two personality types. Um, making it seem, you know, making it kind of more believable, right? Like, okay, like that's kind of true about introverts and um, true about extroverts. <laughs> and then the third study published in the journal 
um, of Cyber Psychology and Behavior found that there are seven gratifications for the uses of social media. So I'm going to go over these seven gratifications, but as I'm reading them and going over them, um, try to identify some of these like I guess uses and see if any of them pertain to you or if you've used these um use these kind of gratifications um on your own for your own media use first being information seeking um I'm sure we can kind of all agree with that if you're a frequent google user like myself Um, aesthetic experience, monetary compensation. Um, I think this is pretty cool or pretty cool inclusion because in today's world, um, people are making money off of social media. Um, So their views and their likes all somehow translate into currency. (laughs) Fourth would be diversion. The fifth is personal status. Sixth is relationship maintenance. Um, This also stands out to me because I know this is what I use for Facebook. Um, Facebook is definitely one of those older social media. So a lot of people are, a lot of younger people aren't on it, but I use it in order to maintain my relationship with my family that's back home in Kenya. Um, kind of seeing how they look like and, um, seeing videos and pictures and things of that sort. So I'm sure many of you guys might, um, do the same. And lastly, virtual community. This is definitely more so now than any, any other time before, simply because we are currently, (laughs) going through a global pandemic. Um, so a lot of, there's really not a lot of human like interaction anymore. It's more so virtual and everything is online. Um, so I guess a lot of us are looking to, um, like I guess the virtual life to get a sense of community. All of these prove that it is possible to understand why people gravitate towards the media they gravitate towards through their motivations to and how they use media. This theory is pretty cool because research is easy to do. Um, Finding out why people do what they do is amazing, but also very personal in the sense that why one person does one thing may not be the same reason why another does the same or something different. Um, We are all still individuals, which is something that this theory very much so emphasizes. Um... That might be the only context where this theory would fall short and also in the fact that it discredits media for the influence it has on its audience. Um, It's kind of hard to gauge. You can't say, oh, everybody watches TV for one reason. Um, It's all different reasonings. Um, But there is a motivation and that's the point and that's what um, these media sources are looking for um, to figure out what to throw at us next. Let me give you a couple examples to think about. Yay! A great example of this would be GoPro's Instagram page. If you ever have the time, you should definitely check it out. Um, It sparks the need to be integrative in the way that it allows for followers to send in their cool shots captured by their GoPro and repost really nice um, posts made using uh, GoPro. So if you're a fan or someone creatively inclined to make really cool things like this and want that exposure, this would definitely make you want to go outside and get the best shot of something. Not only that, but because GoPro is known for thrill and adventure, their page is a clean escape from reality. Because of this, I'm sure GoPro stays consistent with what it's known for in order to appeal to people like you or me or anybody um, who are searching for what it offers. 
I think I'm going to hit a little bit closer to home with this one. But media usage during the pandemic. Um, If you are anything like me, then Twitter and TikTok are the two medias carrying us through this global crisis. Um, Being forced to stay home and away from crowds of people brought a lot of boredom and stress eating, but we'll talk about the eating in another segment. (laughs) Like many of you, I looked for things to pass the time and somehow convinced myself that I was making better use of my time using social media, which is not true. I don't know who lied to me. Um, This is true for when I made lemon pepper wings with a recipe I discovered on TikTok, but I digress. Um, I use these mediums to fill up my days with something to to do to get me through this uh, new way of life. Um, Whether it was Zoom for a sense of community or Twitter for a laugh to get through this very dark year or TikTok for hacks and ideas to help me get through the pandemic. It's all about identifying your reason for using media. That's what uses and gratification theory really is all about. (laughs) This theory is beneficial to know, not just as a student or a teacher, because it can help you identify patterns within your routine when you want to incorporate or change habits. When you identify why you do certain things, you're able to go in and easily improve on things you know will help based on a routine you've taken the time out to observe. It is also very important to understand because the media can become controlling when you aren't actively consuming it, meaning this is good to avoid the media controlling you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you can now understand the uses and gratifications theory better. Please make sure to tune in next week for another surprise lesson on media theories and communication. As always, be safe and I'll talk to you later.